0: Welcome to the Truth to Power Show on Radio for Brooklyn. Um yeah, welcome to the Truth to Power Show on Radio for Brooklyn. I'm your host, Vijay Nathan. And with us today is co host Scott Raven. Welcome, Scott. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How you doing, VJ? Good, good. So, um, yeah, today we have a special guest, Jason Trachtenberg. Hello. Who Oh let me just uh get your
1: said hello. <laughs> yes, no, I hello. hello. I heard that hello. Hello.
0: Now you're back, on, now you're back H- on. Hello to everybody. Hello. Let me give you an intro. Um, okay. Who is a Brooklyn-based entertainer and lifestyle professional. He has received international attention for his uniqueness and unparalleled sense of melody, lyrics, and comedy. Jason, a multi- multiple-time award winner at the Edinburgh Film Festival Fringe, and he has completed his debut children's book in collaboration with Tina Pinya, called uh, "Hi on Mother Pigeon. Uh, Jason's new musical, Me and Lee, is the true story of Lee, Har- Lee Harvey Oswald's lover, uh, Judith Very Baker. Welcome, Jason. Welcome, VJ. Hello, Scott. Hello. Uh,
1: all right. Hello. Thank so, you. So, thank
0: you so much for being here. Thank. It's
1: always good to be here.
0: Good, good. Yeah. I'm a so, big fan
1: of Radio Free Brooklyn uh, from way back when, and a uh, big shout out to Tom Tenney for uh, putting this all together, of course. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who
0: so I'm sure tell, us, is, tell us a little bit about your history of Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah. Sure.
1: Well, uh, I know um, Tom Tenney and... Um, Robert Pritchard from the art star scene, going way, way back, Um even back before uh, anyone can even remember. I- I'm not going to. Okay, the late '80s, fine. <laughs> but, 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 okay, it's fine. I can drop those kind of numbers. And then, uh, and then, of course, uh, in in my third incarnation, uh, I got on the art star scene. You know, Reverend Jen, uh, Face Boy, and all that. And um, and then after that, kind of, uh, you know, got uh moved, uh, you know, upended from from the Bowery Poetry Club. Uh, I guess it was shortly after that that, uh, they started the Radio Free Brooklyn, maybe like five or six years ago now, has it been? Uh, and so I was in this bodega, one of these kind of, uh, fancy bodegas that we have here out in Bushville, which I actually am a fan of. I'm, I'm not really a huge into the bougie stuff, but I love a quality snack. You know, everyone who knows me know, knows that. And so, uh, so it was about 11 o'clock at night. And what's I'm your, pretty- what's
2: your quality snack? Sure. Uh, similar
1: like to the regular snacks that, that the mainstream mm-hmm. that everyone has, but just, like, this like uh, a different version. Too. Like, it was like a different version of it, you know, just things like that that the don't have sugar, maybe maybe like a, a, an an actual piece of fruit, right, you know, uh, as opposed to uh, you know Fruit Loops, right? Sure. Or an actual loop instead of <laughs> so so I was getting some some healthy snacks, and then sure enough, Tom was there, and he says, "Hey, come you, you got to do a show on Radio Free Brooklyn." Like, well, I, I've got some ideas, and so I had a show on Radio Free Brooklyn for about maybe nine months or so, and it was called um, <laughs> it was called Thought Patterns with Jason Trachtenberg, ah. and it was sort of um. Sort of a s- cerebral insight into my month and then it, and into my week. And I'll just write down these ideas and these thoughts that I have, have throughout the week. And then just various, you know, um, lifestyle musical ideas, maybe read a poem, do a song, have a special guest on. Mm. Uh, but then I realized I was just juggling too many things. And so uh, I gave the hour back to
0: Radio Free Brooklyn. Nice, nice. And I see you say, a lifestyle professional in your bio. It's interesting to how you combine. Tell us a little bit about how you combine that with your, your, your practice. Yeah. Yeah. Th- th- that's what it's all about. If we're going to hit on one thing during this hour,
1: it's is the combination of what you do in your life and how that informs what we do in our lives. And of course, we have our life and we have our life. What, what, what is that supposed to mean? Okay, <laughs> we have our life that everybody sees and we have our life that nobody sees. And then we have our, especially if we're in entertainment or doing something public, even if you have a, a you know, whatever, whatever your job is, you're still an entertainer. For some reason, you still have to, you know, perform and inform at the same time, um, so every decision that, that that I make, be it for um, what I have for breakfast, to uh, how I do, you know, conditioning, is there to support the show business stuff, and it's, it's all connected. Because how how can I be sharp if I'm not sharp?
0: Yeah, self care is so important. Making sure you're aligned, making sure you're ready, you're presenting yourself, all this kind of thing that you're doing, uh, it all connects. Yeah,
2: yeah. I know. Right before the show, you were you were, uh, you were doing a little yoga. Saw some first position, second position, a little ballet, uh, even to start. Anything? Got a, even though we're seated through this, having the body awake for uh, for an interview can be can be helpful.
1: I, I didn't get to do my regular morning workout this morning, as as we're off to a relatively early start, as everyone who's listening knows. Uh, and then I was up at six in the morning to do dog walking, uh, three appointments before coming here, so I didn't get to do my uh, my usual routine. But I should have some time this afternoon, maybe around twelve thirty. If anyone wants to come meet me, I'll be at the gym. Let's go. <laughs> so, so, so
2: get it. There's no distinction for you between life and art, or, or they're 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 so intertwined that it is one kind of. In other words, when
1: I wake up in the morning and I'm making, and I'm making oatmeal, steel cut, mm-hmm. like, this is the show. Right. I wish everyone could see this right now, as this is going to be at least as um, <laughs> entertaining as whatever the so-called show is. Mm. This is this is the show. You know, wait, waiting outside for a few minutes. You know, this morning, it, it, that was that was the show. It's it's all it's all the show. The show's every day, all day, and it's not just like, oh, here comes Bruce Springsteen in his jeans, and I'm going to do two and a half hours of songs. No,
2: that, that's that's a snippet. But so, who's watching this show if there's if there's no audience? That, that, see that's or like, is there always an audience?
1: G- well, you know, I I, I do have. <laughs> um, th- then we're dealing in matters of subjectivity here. It's just like. What and I'm sorry, I'm just like a Bill Clinton, like what is what, right? Or Whatever, what <laughs> is, what what is is. Um, what is his? the thing is yeah. you have to be at your best when no one's watching. Yeah, and 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 then I'll just leave it at that.
0: Yeah, I think it's like for me at least, it's a witness consciousness that you're cultivating. Kind of like you know, you're able to kind of observe yourself and observe and kind of be be present for the for the moment as well as kind of create a, a witness consciousness. Perhaps is that kind of the line with you?
1: Just. I mean, it's going to be a lifelong uh, endeavor, and just to be in the moment, like yeah. like you said, and and also just like you know, just not come down on anyone whose philosoph- philosophy or uh, their interpretation of art is not in alignment with mine. Mm. No problem. It takes it takes all kinds, and just just don't just don't get down on it. You know, some people don't get what I do. In fact, a lot of people don't, and that, but that's that, that's fine too. Fortunately, if some do, and that, that's it's always good to get. Uh, I, I re- reaffirmed that that you're doing something worthwhile.
0: Um, I do a lot of open mic nights. Yeah. Good. Good. So I want to also talk a little bit about children and, uh, you had a children's book in collaboration with, uh, Tina Pina, uh, High mother pigeon. Uh, we mentioned the bio. so why don't you tell us a little bit about that and how, how this kind of philosophical outlook look, maybe can be translated into something like, uh, that's accessible to children. Yeah.
1: Right. Um, as is well known, um, Tina Pini and I have a, a daughter in the '90s, early '90s, and so as a result of that, we were inundated with some of the worst children's entertainment in in in, in civilized history—Teletubbies. <laughs> uh, you're sure it's trendy now, but it's just like you, you're you're gonna you're gonna uh, possibly harm, you know, little kids having having them watch that and and just you know <laughs> not 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 help them in any way. And so, as a result of that, and and another really kind of questionable and and not super creative children's books and things that that we were uh kind of forced to 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 read our child we thought well you know remember how children's entertainment could be or maybe how it was you know, and we're not gonna be like oh it was so much better in the 70s or you know we're, we're not going down that road because it's, it's not necessary but uh so so tina pina uh is uh developed this character called mother pigeon she's pretty well known to a lot of new yorkers as the so-called pigeon lady uh sometimes getting infused with other pigeon ladies so we don't need to get into that <laughs> um and because there can be more than one pigeon lady there can be you know there can be more more than a lot of things um anyway so, so hopefully she's listening right now i told her about the show um and so um she sells pigeons in union square i uh, felt pigeons you know if, mm. everyone knows who she is i just assume everyone everyone knows who she is um But anyway, so we we for about a year or so we decided we worked on a children's story based on her character based on on her on her story and Tina Pina did the artist did the illustrations because she's a uh, visual artist, uh, folk artist, um, outsider artist, uh, not 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 classically trained. Uh, I'm a poet, an outsider poet, not classically trained, and so we we put our two not classically trained uh, conditions together, and of course two negatives. You know, make a positive. This is actually a classic, classically informed book. Yeah, we canceled it, we canceled it out. But no, we 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 put a lot into it. We we printed it ourselves. Uh, it's a beautiful book. The response has been really positive and overwhelming. It's a sweet story. Every line rhymes. My mom actually helped uh, uh, with the 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 the, the, the um, editing and making sure the rhymes were proper. There's a proper rhyme and an improper rhyme. And my mom correctly told me that in songwriting, it's okay to use an improper rhyme and get away with it, which is, which is where I was coming from. In children's literature, it has to be a proper rhyme. Like, you know, that was sort of end in the same letter, maybe even in the last three letters. So so we had to rewrite the whole book several times in order to make sure we got the proper rhymes. Now, time and rhyme is not a proper rhyme, or yeah. is
2: it? Uh, next I, question? I'd say it is, it is. but, oh, but, oh, oh. but, but uh, what would be? Oh, it
1: wouldn't be times and rhyme, right? Now, they both have to be plural. Right, right, right. That would be an off rhyme so, or,
2: or an improper rhyme. In improper, yeah. I got in so
1: much trouble, and my mom, seriously, we, We've I don't think we've ever had a fight before. We're actually, like, almost yelling at each other about— um, <laughs> about structure and rhyme pattern. And I'm like, well... And it got to a point where I I said to her, I said, Mom, if I come from a family where we're having big arguments over rhyming and pentameter and structure,
2: then that's a family I'm proud to be from. I love it. Yeah, you saw saw that I was going. Right, right, right. Now, has there been kids that have have read this and you've been able to see how how the the youth is responding maybe to some of this? Yeah, I've seen a couple of kids read it. Uh, I went to a a weird uh,
1: Thanksgiving Day vegan potluck and there was a, a young a young boy there, and he read it, and it was really enjoyable. Um, and so it is, it's, um, I think they get something from it, and of course, Tina's really um, magical with her artwork, and you see these little, every time I see the book, I, I pick up these little things I, I hadn't noticed before, like, it's like a little bird sitting in a window, there's uh, thousands and thousands of details in a 32-page book, which actually equals out to several hundred details per page, and and you can come check it out. The book is available awesome. on, on the Mother Pigeon Etsy web- website. Oh, great.
2: Yeah. These little, like, Easter eggs or... or...
1: Pigeons, pigeons the, lay eggs. Pigeons lay Easter eggs, Easter, Easter. Yeah, they probably yeah. do, especially around Christmas time. Yeah, right. Or Passover uh, eggs. Like, Who knows? Yeah. Well, the, that was in, in in certain parts of Williamsburg. Yes, that, that's correct. Right. <laughs> uh, some Jewish eggs, Jewish eggs. Are they kosher? I'm
0: right, so, so. a Seder plate, put
2: it on.
1: So, oh boy, here we go.
0: Okay. Next question. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so speaking into musicals, um. You have, you've been involved obviously in a lot of your musician and a lot of musicals. Tell us a little bit about writing lyrics to musicals and how that compares to, um, do, are you allowed to do those rhyming sequences? And, uh, you said music is okay to do, uh, regular rhymes.
1: Yeah. Of course. With music, you can definitely, uh, bend the rules a little bit. Yeah. A lot. Uh, not with children's literature. I've written two musicals, two full musicals and I like concepts and having an idea. Be it for a song, or be it for a play, or for you know, for a radio show like like we're doing here, and you have what's our concept? So on this this radio show, it's truth to power. Okay, how do we keep coming back to that concept? Are we are we, are we getting are we are we moving away from the concept? You know, a little bit. Are we talking about you know Easter eggs on on and <laughs> stuff? Okay, let's bring it back in. Yeah. You know, are, 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 are we are we talking about you know? Uh, <laughs> so 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 in other words, same with the musical. What's the theme of the musical? My first musical was called Doctor Glassheart. It was about a um. And, 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 don't, 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 push this. I'm just gonna I'm, gonna, I'm gonna quickly, I'm gonna move on to the second one quickly, but it was about a corrupt doctor who was in bed with politicians and making boneheaded decisions. And that's what my musical was about. And that was in 2011. And I'm just gonna leave it at that. My second musical is called Me and Lee. It's, it's this, it was written in 2015 or 16, maybe 17. And it's a, the true story of Lee Oswald, Lee Oswald's secret girlfriend. Who came out of the woodworks? And her name is Judith Very Baker, and she wrote a book called "Me and Lee." And I was in contact with Judith, and she allowed me to write a musical based on her book. And she helped me fact check it to make sure everything uh, was accurate. Basically, her, Judith's claim is that Lee Oswald did not shoot Kennedy, and that he was framed, and the whole thing had been, you know, months and months of preparations to make sure he was framed for it, and he was actually trying to save Kennedy. Uh, and he was like a triple agent, a triple secret agent. <laughs> and it's good. It's, it, it gets, but nonetheless, even with all of that, it's a fun musical, seven uplifting songs. It's just a real love story. And no matter which side of the political debate you fall on, whether, uh, oh, uh, you know, I believe the Warren Commission. Uh, why, why would the government lie to us? Of course, the, of course, Kennedy got shot by one, by three bullets one to the thing and then went through the other guy and went through Governor Connolly. Of course, that's what happened. The government would never, ever. Why would they lie? Why would they lie to us? Who do, why would anyone lie to anyone? Right, so I'm going to go it like that. Or you can say, okay, there's other interests at play. Uh, there's some control factors going on. Uh, people aren't as uh, transparent as they should be, and maybe that needs to be talked about as well too. So whichever side you fall on, I think it's a it's a uh, it's a fun love story with seven catchy songs.
2: So when you're approaching this, are you coming at it with any perceived uh, uh, notion of to to what it is, or do you uh, kind of explore each of them equally?
1: Well, I followed Judith's story, and and it's it's lifted from her book, Me and Lee. And of course, Lee, obviously, uh, Judith knows from being in contact with Lee and having phone calls with him up until November 20th, 1963, less than 48 hours before the events in Dallas, uh, what he was up against and the force factors that he was uh, dealing with. And he was involved, Lee Oswald, with the players, but they had him sort of on a string. Uh, they brought they brought him along to know that they could hang him out to dry. And it seems pretty clear at this point that that's my belief of it. And that's why it was uh, resonated towards Judith's book, uh, Me and Lee. Uh, which is uh, available on um, Trine Day Press out out of uh, uh, outside of Portland, Oregon. Uh, so you can you can find it there. Uh, but no, J- J- Judith became a good friend friend of mine, and she still sends me fifty dollars every year for Christmas. <laughs> so it's kind it's kind, of, it's kind of like a grandma grandson kind of kind of relationship, <laughs> which I do appreciate.
2: Right. Um. Well, my favorite uh, incarnation of the Oswald, uh was a uh, Quantum Leap. Have you ever seen that show? You remember? Um. we're a doctor, a physicist, would jump into various people. Oh,
1: was that in the nineties?
2: Nineties, and they're apparently rebooting it. And in I'm, one instance, mm-hmm. he he uh, leaped into
1: Oswald. So, in other words, if they're rebooting it, the show is leaping into itself. It's at this leaping point. into yeah. itself,
2: there may be crossing over, possibly. But I just remember that yeah. being uh, that's
1: the whole thing. It's like it, it, Oswald has permeated our consciousness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he's a fascinating figure, and he's not some some lone, you know, un nasty, you know, unlikable person, he was actually really smart. He read a lot of books. Uh was a great friend to a lot of people, uh a good dad, and definitely one of the most misunderstood uh people in American history. As as are many others. <laughs> I think I think we're all the most under- misunderstood people in America. <laughs> America is nothing but, but mis- I think the whole world is just a misunderstanding, which is just, just call earth misunderstood. <laughs> misunderstood. Yeah,
0: I read the book by Stephen King Eleven Twenty Two, Sixty Three, 63 mm. um which is based on uh the idea that someone time traveled back to, uh, I think a few years before or a year before the assassination. And then, mm-hmm. um, you know, basically the premise is that this guy has a restaurant and he has the portal that brings you to a specific point in time prior to that assassination. And he wants to, you know, influence it, but then he, he's too old. So he passed it on to the cat to main character, um, who then travels back and through that portal, and the, the story goes from there. Right about how he's able to, because um, you can only go on a fixed point in time. So once he returns, he returns back to that fixed point in time, and then you know. I knew something. that that book got a lot of yeah.
1: uh, a, lot, a lot of people read it. I, I believe that uh, uh, Stephen King maybe could have used his uh, influence to maybe do something a little more historical, and less yeah. fictional. That's what I, if I could talk to him, that's what I would tell him. Yeah, I say you, you you've, people are listening to you. You have a platform. Uh, we don't have to deal in fantasy land, Stephen.
0: Yeah. Well, he said. Well, according to what I understand, he just researched. Uh, he looked at different. He didn't present any kind of. He presented the the narrative that Lehar Roswald was responsible. That's right, and, yeah. and and that's problematic as it is. Yeah, you yeah.
1: think someone in his position would would be able to have yeah. a best and better context, But I wouldn't expect anything different at this point. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just. It's like you just have to have your own. Oh, I was just talking to someone last night about it, and um, they were saying just like you know. It's all about keeping your inner sanctity. Keep keeping your keeping yourself and no matter what, even if everyone else is saying something that that is, you know, you're, you're not in line with, it's, mm. no problem. Don't get bent out of shape about it. It's right. it's 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 not it's not what is it's act don't react, right? That's, that's, that's a famous yeah. one. Like no no one can make you, oh, that person made me feel so bad. That person made me get so mad. No, you, you, that person just is just doing their thing and you you or I or who
0: chose to be mad or sad. Yeah. So, you know, especially with with the Topics like this, it's like if someone else has a like, you know, for example, when someone else has a perspective, perspective, just to listen and you know respect that perspective and yeah. not it's, not kind of feel like it's the, be all you can believe something else and not you know and not feel like you have to conform. It's more fun to get, a, get to get along anyway. I, I like I like all kinds of, of views. I, mean, I you know
1: I know pe- people are gonna. I I think I think you guys might be pushing the censor button right here, but I have friends who are Republicans. Yeah, you know, and 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 I, and, and and it's like like um the people in, in the South. You know, th- think that we're all wrong. We're, 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 uh, there's this crazy Mason-Dixon line. It's just like, for gosh sakes, just just, just just, get rid of it. Just, we, we all need to just, you know, focus on our commonalities.
2: Right. Every day of the week. I was just thinking about assassinations, too. Ah, uh, here we go. There's, yeah. there's hot button issue of whether we think, you know, it's connecting to truth to power— could that happen today or in, in is, on a level yeah, or they're, is, they're, is it less po- of a possibility even that something like that could happen? There's
1: again. different kinds of assassinations now right uh, people yeah. can be assassinated yeah, by reasons. having by by deplatforming them right That's yeah. an assassination you know it was, th- things are a little easier now It's actually easier now than it was Take, back in 63 because in 63 you had to like you know you had to hire a professional hitman now you just like just work with Zucky and get your, get your thing pulled That's
0: true. You but then again like you know the idea of a character assassination um, is one thing. But like ca- assessing someone's character, like saying that they're below a certain standard of um, acceptability. acceptability. But then I think after Trump, it seems like that's much harder to do. You know, it's like you know certain people will accept anything regardless if you yeah. have that cult of personality. But but, not, but now you not, but now you're you're kind of fitting into what I was alluding to momentarily. Yeah, those
1: in other parts of the country think he was right about everything yeah. and they think we're wrong about everything and we have to yeah. understand that and they it's just like who's and at this point it's all subjective and i think we can say that we're all wrong about everything yeah. and just just swallow me talking to myself swallow your humility for a second you yeah. know just like it's okay to be wrong and accept blame and it's like and it's even okay to be right and still say you're wrong just to get along it's <laughs> yeah. easier that way it's more <laughs> yeah. fun I just, I just want to have fun that's all and not and not be fighting with people you know, it's just, it's what's weird though about, I'm going to kind of do a little segue here if that's okay. Um, but it's like the thing about New York and that a lot of people who who don't live here, and maybe with listeners who are listening all over the world who, who aren't in New York, is there's this thing that goes on here that I don't know happens to other places where we all have to live t- together in these small places. I mean, there, there's more people who live on my block than if you go out to the country who could live for 20 country miles, you know? And so there's more people live in my, my building, you know, who, who live and live in some, you know, small, small, you know, upstate towns or, you know, small, small towns. So, okay, so how do we all, it's so crowded. We all have trash. You know, even, even like people, even people who like, you don't see their trash still have trash. They just, they just kind of pretend like it's not there. And so, and then this is the part that gets a little tricky that, okay, well, I would want to keep things this way, how I live, but someone else wants to live a different way, but yet we're all living together. And so you can kindly suggest nudge as, as we as we call it in the biz nudge for those of you not at home i'm doing a little elbow <sighs> nudge okay um you know can, can, can you take your trash down uh and not leave it in the hallway uh like no no i, I live here too and you know what they do and and you just have to, just have to, at a certain point you know what? i'm letting go i'm letting go and uh just try and keep my own apartment as clean as possible because <laughs> you can't control what's going on right next door <laughs> new york yeah. city
0: Yeah, yeah. And also one thing comes to mind is like the idea of that you are what you eat and kind of what you consume kind of creates you. So kind of like thinking about food and about, uh, both physical as well as mental food, you know, kind of like how also like what education, all this kind of thing. And then common experiences is what makes people think similarly and like divergent experiences, what people think makes people think differently. And what are your thoughts on that? Sure. Yeah.
1: Well, nutrition is, is job one, two, three, four, and five. Yeah. Uh, in honor of the five meals i have to eat every day <laughs> yeah God, i don't know how i do this um but yeah it's it's so important and just people just don't take it seriously like oh i'm you know and everyone thinks that they're you know especially us us here in you know in in you know the, the great northeast it's like oh we're, we're we're so conscious about the environment and we're so uh you know we're, we're so uh proud of of, of of how we're living our lives meanwhile you're walking down the street with a dunkin donuts uh, yeah. in, in, in one of those brown cardboard things with two cups of dunkin donuts a bag of junk just like you're not, you're, that's, that's, that's the antithesis of what you're actually trying to do. And if you were to say, yeah, but, but now, but now there's disposable straws. Like, <laughs> it's like, you're just throwing, throwing a token at the environment at that point. You have to, people have to totally reassess how they are choosing what they're eating. Uh, and for gosh sakes, people, if ever, if anyone in the sound of my voice can hear this, don't just make your own coffee, make your own tea. That'll save the economy. Cause if the hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars that people are throwing away on a four or five dollar cup of coffee, you can make a similar cup of coffee at home for, 25 cents a cup of tea for five cents you know it's like well let's put that let's let's invest that money out of dunkin donuts out of starbucks and put that back into the arts community mm. and, and and who's going to do that all of us artists every radio free brooklyn host if you don't go to if we all don't go to dunkin donuts we all don't go to starbucks we all don't go to you know even like independent coffee houses which i'm not going to name out because at least they're independent you're still blowing ten dollars a day on a dispose on a disposable trash cup <laughs> with a plastic lid and one of those brown cardboard Things. Oh, I'm, 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 you know, you see these hipsters walking down the street with their, with their three coffees in a, a cardboard thing. Now, if that's not hurting the environment and killing your finances, take that $20, put it back into Radio Free Brooklyn, you know, put it back into the arts community, S- yeah. start, you know, join a local community theater, t- take a, you know, take a class. It's like, so it's just, these subjects, this is like taboo subjects to tell people what to do with their, with their coffee. You can't do it or what to do with their lunch. Don't go out to lunch. This is, okay, here we go. Cat's out of the bag. Bring your own lunch from home. It's so easy. Put it into a little jar. You know, but get, get a thermos thing, right? Make, make make, some, make, it's just like, why? Then it's like, well, you can't tell anyone how to spend their money. Says who? I'll tell anyone anything. Right. Just so long as it's, it's with good intent and I don't get all negative about, like, indie rock. Everything will be fine. <laughs>
2: yeah. My only counterpoint to that is Thanks. the social aspects of the coffee house, which, you know, as many open mics as there have been there or the many wonderful conversations I've had. Just by being in a coffee house environment with strangers, that, that with strangers or or with friends. Uh, I mean, just that being the, the the playground to get people together to be able to talk. Now, whether we could be more responsible with what we mm. what containers we have, yes. But I do think there's something added the social benefit Here we go. Of, of that. We, we're going to fix this right now, please. Okay, coffee shops, yes.
1: yes. Community, yes. Reusable uh, um, c- cups, like proper teacups, uh, yes. In other words, no more disposable cups. You, ha- in other words, and, well, how am I going to leave with my coffee? You're going to stay in the coffee house and socialize. Win, win, win. Oh, and let's let's cut our prices in half too.
2: <laughs> right.
1: And still tip, of course, you know. Yeah,
2: sure. uh, I like tea. Me too. I'm, I'm over <laughs> tea. <laughs> me, tea too, me too. Me well. too. When is tea? did you have tea this morning? <laughs> Okay. I had it last night. I just had a black black tea. You drank right. black black I tea just, at night. Uh, you are a wild. Man. I know. I don't know. I, Is I, everyone
1: listening to this? Are people at home listening? To this.
2: You, you you drank black tea at night. What t- what time did you go to bed? Um, I was out though. I, I oh boy. I had a oh, you headache. went out. What would you do? Uh, it was just. Was that a just. I I ate out at a Malaysian Thai restaurant. You uh, didn't invite where, me. That's where I had the Thai. That's yeah. where I had the black tea. Oh so.
1: oh, it's time. look look. Next time, invite me and we'll have a good time. Right. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Because I, because I, I actually uh, just stayed home and uh, prepped up for the interview today. Oh,
2: nice.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Store up. Did my homework. Good, okay, good. So, why don't we get a chance to listen to some of your music? Oh, um, segue. I, yeah, segue into that. And uh, can I can I tell about the song real quick? Before yeah. We go?
1: Okay. Uh, this song is a brand new song. It's called "I Really Love You Tonight," and this will be the world debut premiere of the song on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, no one has heard the song before except for a couple friends uh and so it's a it's a i'll tell you what i'll let the song speak for itself uh i think we're gonna play a couple minutes of it is that, is that right yeah i'll play listen to a little bit and we'll, we'll play it out at nice the end part yeah. one and a part so two. i really cool. love you tonight uh enjoy i hope you like it starts with the piano right, cool yeah I was, was going to ask if you could play it for one more minute because it has, yeah. has. Can you put it, pause it right there? Oh, sure, yeah, I paused it. Because yeah. it's, it's got this really fun part that happens after that. I was, I was, I was, so, those of you at home, I was whispering. Can you let it go for one more minute? Oh. Are the mics on? Maybe <laughs> you heard me? Do you guys hear me saying? Yeah. Are the mics on? Yeah. Are, the mic's on? Yeah. Are the mics on? One more minute. Because I wanted to get to this middle part, but we'll start. We'll do it. We'll do the middle part on the second part of the song. Yeah, yeah. It's a definitely. six minute That's long. Right. Yeah, it's a, it's minutes, a, so. it's a six minute long song. That was only like the first the first part. It's, it's definitely it's got a ways to go. Uh, I hope everyone liked that. I was I was liking it. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, if you guys like that song half as much as I do, we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that going to be the new uh,
2: Valentine's Day anthem? That's I, the I thing.
1: Wonder. I want to get it. Well, I mean, we'll see how it goes. I, I want to get it rushed on a video by Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but we're cutting it a little close now. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to call my friend Troy and see if he can do a, a quick video. We talked about it a week ago. Uh, but I think we could do it. We'll see. That that, that was the plan. Yeah.
2: Mm.
1: That, that'd be right. Let's do it. Let's do it. We can do it. Here we go. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it.
2: Right, right. Now, no, I was struck by the, the, the title there. I really love you tonight. Yeah. As if. Like, what happens on all the other nights? I don't know. Like, I, don't I don't care. It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant.
1: It's irrelevant. To we're, the we're, song. Yep, we're in the living, moment, there's love. We're in the moment. We're in the moment. What, what happens tonight, that's 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 all that matters. What ha- There might not be a tomorrow. Yeah. Right. And we don't maybe not want to know about the past because, um, you know, some of us, you know, there's there's been ups and downs in the past, and, but we don't know about that for the future. But let's go for it tonight.
2: Love it. Because, I, I mean, I'm thinking, you know, there's no percentage scale to love. Um, how people, you know, are saying these days, uh, uh, yeah, I agree 100%, 100%. You can't say I love you 90%, right? Yeah. right? I tried that. It but, didn't work. Yeah, right, 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 right. It just, it has to be that, that 100. All, so, all in, right. all or nothing. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and, I, and, I've, and I've been on both sides, you know, for sure. I've, I've given it my all. Uh, I've given it nothing. You know? yeah. I've, yeah. I've, I've been given it all. I've been given nothing. You know, or maybe seventy-two percent. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, and, that's, yeah. A, that's, that's that's really deep. I appreciate that. Right, I'm, right, right. If any, if anyone takes anything away from this show, let's do it. Let's let's talk about the numbers. All right. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> thank you, thank you. As my listeners, this is the truth to power Radio ready for Brooklyn, listen to supportive radio, and uh, we're here with Jason Schachtingberg and co-host uh, Scott Raven, and we're discussing a little bit about music, comedy, and uh, lifestyle lifestyles. Uh, just to return back to the um the food thing, because I know that was a major theme in the pre-interview questions you were talking a lot oh, about. Oh, was it? Yeah, you were talking a lot about like spices ready. and medicinal, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. medicinal qualities of that, so, as well as we are what you eat, and yeah. there's so, a few answers about d- d- that. D- d- yeah. did,
1: I, did I drop the, that cliche, you are what you eat? I hope I didn't do that. Yeah. I, I, I try and stay away from cliches. So so for those of you who are unfamiliar with the Truth to Power radio show, they do a pre-interview questionnaire that had about 10 pretty in-depth questions like, okay, this is gonna be a pr- yeah. pretty heady show yeah uh, so um I guess w- w- we're a lot of esoteric questions right yeah. I mean, this, this is gonna be deep wow it's like um this, this is what I signed up. I didn't know what I signed up for but, but thank you guys for reaching out I always I was so as far as I would just say this um I would encourage anyone out you, you, you gentlemen included or anyone who's listening come come hang out with me for a day yeah you know come come live with me from seven in the morning until I'll send you home at nine at night so you can get, get home and stuff uh-huh. And, cause and just kind of you know do some dog walking with me. Uh, let, let's cook a meal together. Uh, let's and and not and, and just not to say like you know what I'm doing is needs to be doing, but just, it's kind of hard to describe. I just want people to see how I do it, mm. right? Because it really is quite refined at this point. And I don't know what people do in their own house. Maybe they got it going on too. But like every house I go into, it seems like they don't got it going on, right? Um, and so I just, kind of kind of back where we were talking about like a few minutes ago with the coffee and the tea. Just make your own stuff. Why, why Why have someone else cook for you? Just That that, that kind of like takes away from your humanity. It's just like, you know, and, and also leads to this whole sort of like, uh, is the word duopoly? I'm not sure if that's the right word, but where it's just like, okay, well, this person gets to cook. Well, I get to eat. It's like, we all love having servants and slaves now, don't we? It's <laughs> like, it really just goes back to, the, to this, this control factor. It's like, oh, well, I can control you with my money by having you cook my meal. Well, that's just insulting to both people. And, and, and so just like, I think I think everyone should just cook for themselves. And uh, what about the restaurant economy? Okay, we'll have, we'll have them. You know, I'm
2: not going to solve this one today. Okay, cook for everyone who can't afford. Boom, Definitely. done. Done. Yeah. We're done. Well, We're well, done. Thinking, Move on. well uh, yeah. Why? Why do people other choose not to cook for themselves? Too? Because it, I, time. Why? I mean, they would rather use the time elsewhere and who knows how they're using that time they've chosen to cook for themselves because they've conditioned they've been conditioned that way as far as the time factor
1: goes and i've done i've done the i've done the time clocks on this it is quicker to go cook your own stuff than sit around and waiting in a restaurant waiting for the the waiter to bring you a thing of salt for five minutes it's (laughs) like and and, and how about the money that that you have to pay 20 30 40 how many hours or hour did you have to work to earn that at at this point the the equation is so skewed to cooking your own food for time and money that it really should make all restaurants completely obsolete Uh, speaking of obsolete I believe that uh, tangent time, uh, segue time, I can make energy bars obsolete. Well, how can you do that? Just go and buy a handful of almonds and raisins and put that in a bag. Yeah. Um, and, you know, or, or, you know, dried mango or, uh, you know, Brazil nuts, uh, almonds, you know, all, cashews, uh, whatever your favorite, nut or seeds, pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds. Put that in a bag, add a pinch of salt, shake it up. You'll never need to buy another energy bar again. Oh, wait a second. Are you trying to say that Jason Tractor is going to dismantle the energy bar industry? Why not?
2: <laughs> well, I, those can get kind of pricey. The, the nuts, nuts. Yeah. Well,
1: so so, so they we well, look at the price per pound though. The energy bar is like two just you know, for a quality one. You know that doesn't have like sugar and crap in it or whatever. Two fifty, three fifty for a uh, uh, five ounce bar. Right. Three fifty. Okay. Uh, ra- raisins are from, from at, at my food co op are four dollars a pound. Uh, which you know it, it, nuts of course are fourteen dollars a pound. Uh, certain nuts are, but but there's no way a processed bar. Nut for nut, dollar for dollar, dime for dime, raisin for raisin. A processed bar with a wrapper is going to be more expensive than buying, buying your snacks in bulk. Um, we can try it, but I just don't need energy bars. I don't, where did that, I don't even know how we
2: even got there. I apologize to everyone for that. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's well, not. No, no, fine. just the idea of yeah, having snacks on hand that's, oh, and, and, instead of buying something and getting it. You know, and, and
1: making your own but, stuff. That's, that's, I, that was that was, was right. coming. I can make my own energy bar in a bag. I, I don't need someone else's interpretation of what they think should be in the energy bar. I like my own mix. I like on on certain days. I like certain other mix. Have a little bit of mango. I have a little bit of dried apple. I have a little bit of raisin. A little bit of Brazil nut today. Okay. Well, how about tomorrow? A little pumpkin seed. A pinch of Himalayan sea salt. You know, raisins, uh, cashews. It's just like that's what I want today. This is my interpretation of of of, an, of, of my snacks. Mm. Snacking is fundamental to keeping your life and your sharpness. I don't know how people go like hours and hours and hours without without snacking. It's, 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 for me. Uh, it's a big part of my day. And anyone who's seen me on the subway. Uh, knows that I'm I'm capable of some serious weird snacking.
2: No, you uh, need it for for energy wise, just yeah. to, to get to get through the day for sure. Also, I'm, um, yeah. new and, and too.
1: yeah, and also, like, I I do like to I do like to to set by example as well too. So when you know when I'm on the subway, oh look at that guy crunching some celery. Oh well, I'm having a bag of laced potato chips. Hmm, maybe I should get some celery. You know, maybe I could uh-huh. get some. I don't know if it's ever worked, but uh, I'm not trying to prove anything to everyone. But uh, maybe I am. Yeah, yeah, but busted. Yeah. <laughs> damn it! Damn it! So,
2: we'll, so, so well, I like you had that challenge of walking a day in your in your shoes. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you've ever flipped that and done it for somebody else that has difficulty doing that. If you walked a day in their shoes, what, just what, just to see what it would be like in their shoes through the day of what is the wall for them uh, for doing doing what you. What I you
1: hope said. someone will invite me over to their house. Right, right, right. Come on, uh, i I'm, I'm, I'm I got more time now than I than I used
0: to. I I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm available.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. That's a great idea. And it's great to, um, you know, have the community speaking community and speaking of, um, you know, kind of sharing experiences and, you know, all this kind of stuff. So it's it's good. all about community. Yeah. And that's why we're here in New York. And, you know, and things are getting a little, things are getting a little crazy for a while. But it's
1: like, Oh my gosh, we're all here together. You guys are fabulous. You know, you just, so why don't you tell me, tell me a little about, let's, let's turn the tables here for a second. Uh, <laughs> What tell me about the truth to power radio show, but, oh, should we should we talk some some truth should we talk some power and what would yeah what, what, sure. give a that yeah, just yeah,
0: just to, just to gear it also to gear how this conversation fits in, yeah, it's basically how do with how we discover our own truth and how it let it empower us and kind of in the background kind of seeing how you know the communities it's kind of a mosaic of different people's experiences of their truth and how mm-hmm. the per- their personal experiences can inform a mosaic of the, of the whole community, yeah. That's powerful. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Sorry. I was, I was you. saving that one up. <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: so just for those of you who would hope, like I raise my hand when I'm ready to pump in. Yeah. I'm ready, to, I'm ready to jump in. No, it's, it's all about, for those of you who, who are new to radio, it's, uh, it's all about the communication that goes on and making sure that no one, that we all talk, at say the right thing, don't talk over anyone. Everyone gets gets respected and appreciated. That's what it's all about, just like life itself.
0: Yeah, and also speaking of, um, you know, we're talking about you are what you eat and all that. Yeah. And uh, the psychically, we're talking a little bit about how, you know, as a musician, you're consuming... Music, you're kind of, um, Mm -hmm. you're kind of interpreting and giving your own slant and you're creating your own, the digestion process of products out there and then of musicians and music. So you're talking about your musical influences and, you know, who is, who some of the things you're digesting. Sure.
1: I mean, it all goes back to, um, I guess when I was in seventh or eighth grade, everyone was listening to, uh, Men Without Hats, Duran Duran. It's like early MTV days. Um, but yet somehow, I was listening to George Gershwin, Cole Porter, Irving Berlin, uh, at, to start off with. Mm. Scott Joplin. I mean, you know, mm. um, I, I didn't really go as far back as uh, like the, the classical. I, did, I still, I'm still not, not an expert in classical music, but I'm. I, I do like the stuff that was informed by classical music, which includes the Great American Songbook and obviously Scott Joplin's combination of uh, jazz and classical, which became ragtime, I think. <laughs> um, so I pretty much just. Avoiding what was being forced down to me in the '80s, mm. uh, especially starting in the early '80s, um, was sort of when I started. Okay, I'm going to make a break from this from this situation. Um, and of course, I love like the the '50s and '60s. You know, they g- used to call them the golden oldies. So they used to call it. I love all that stuff. And even the '70s, of course, is great too. Uh, things started to change a little bit after the advent of MTV, uh, when it became a, more about uh, style over substance. It really didn't matter that the songwriting as an art became uh, unappreciated and became more about. You know, uh, how do you look? Do you look a certain way? Um, how do you? Make, more importantly, how do you not look? And if you look a certain way, well, you're not. You're not. Your songs are irrelevant. Um, it, it was it was the MTV um m- 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 modus modus operandi, mm. and so th- so things started dropping fast. Obviously, uh, according to the history books, 1989 then was the worst year in 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 music. This is just according to the history books. This not yeah. my subjective opinion. With Millie Vanilli lip-syncing oh, scandal yeah, yeah. being being the lo- all-time lowest point of music and this is like this is not me saying it this is the c- collective consciousness of but then nirvana came and, and saved everything this is also not my also certainly not my opinion also in the collective consciousness let's fast forward to today and there is a lot of wonderful music coming out uh in the top 40 uh, i think we have a few superstars uh who've emerged such as dua lipa i think sh- we actually have a real superstar on our hands probably for the first time since um beyonce um I I love uh, Ariana Grande. Mm. Um, uh, not not to get weird, I, I I'm a fan of Selena Gomez as well too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just just because I'm not sure where I'm coming from with that, but I do, I do love her music. Uh, I think I think I, uh, there's also good stuff like Bruno Mars, uh, Ed Sheeran, uh, Justin Bieber's got good music. So so, so I'm i so even though I still you know obviously I'm informed by Frank Sinatra and that's really where I'm coming from. I keep it modern, and I'm actually um I I believe that um I might be joining this modern, uh, um. Alternative experimental music, modern pop band um, by a new artist who I think everyone's going to be hearing about very shortly. Uh, and, and maybe this might be the first time you hear about her, or at least on Radio Free Brooklyn. Her name is Isla Delilah. And I just, I'm just letting you know, you guys know in like a year from now, she's going to be on billboards all over the city and she's going to be the next big pop phenomenon. And I believe I might be getting to collaborate with her, maybe just on, on some background stuff. Uh, but I, I just, I do love modern music. And, and but I, I, I do know how to, I do love song structure. And if we could put the whole stuff together, we could put together, there's no reason why we have to make backwards progress in the arts and have the world's lowest the world's lowest moment in music like we did in 1989. We don't have to repeat that again.
0: Yeah, it's interesting that how we, uh, how we, we were talking a little bit before about how we judge music now. What criteria do we use to like uh, understand or judge a, a musical song? Because we were saying like how, we were discussing how certain musicians will, Limit the the amount of chords they use, or limit the mm. amount of um, words words they use, or all this kind of things. They have very limited palette which to draw from, but they don't limit the amount they, of drugs yeah. they use. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Continue, continue, Vijay. Yeah. But then, just basically, just the emotional resonance, or whether or not the emotional resonance, how to what extent is the emotional resonance kind of with with the time, and place, you uh, know? Yeah. That's
1: the thing. I mean, like, emotion is everything. Yeah. You know, and if, if you as an artist, if they can convey that, that can actually, um supersede music and lyrics unbelievably yeah. so you know as, as much as i get wrapped up in a music lyrics music lyrics proper rhyme pattern improper rhyme pattern a five yeah. si- a five syllable rhyme you know like like yeah. this kind of stuff like you know i'm gonna it's like the rhyming olympics like i'm trying to join like, <laughs> try the rhyming olympics due to, 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 to my dna with my mom basically and my dad and grandma um but no i think it's if you can convey the emotion maybe that might even trump the, the, the actual words and lyrics I, maybe i should work on that yeah.
2: Right. Well, now, if you encounter music though that that you don't like, mm-hmm. what's your impulse to shut it down or to try to come up with where the artist is coming from? B. Right. B. If if I can't find something to like in everything,
1: especially if it's if it's a live music experience and I'm going out to see a show and someone's doing some song that like oh I don't really agree with these chords, I'm just letting go and I'm gonna just 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 appreciate that that, 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 right. that that's them speaking and get something from a show. Sure, I'm sure a little lyric thing will, will get me. It always does.
2: Yeah. I mean, even extremely dissonant music too where, where if you can get I mean I can yeah. use that to, to write too often I, I will oh. find um, just you know you have it in, in background and then maybe it's seeping into the subconscious while you're creating something who knows what but, kind of writing are you working on these days uh, poetry wise is my, yeah. my main gig I've been spoken yeah. word for years myself I know you mentioned Bowery earlier yeah um, Bowery Poetry Club yeah yeah which been shut down oh, for, yeah. for, for, for a while a little too long for, yeah. for a year and a half now. oh my god at least that yeah but um you know, I, I was touring for years with a trio of, of poets, get out, and, really uh, performing. Um, so oh. I, I guess I'm interested with you when you're in your creating music. Is your goal to reach a larger audience, or just those that are into it uh, be into it? I my, mean,
1: my goal is to stop all car car alarms from going off in the middle of radio shows. <laughs> uh us qu- qu- make it a beat. But oh my gosh, <laughs> it's like just just. So for, oh, oh, I, think someone, I think someone might try to steal your car, VJ. I'm just yeah, kidding. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, can you guys hear that at home? Oh my god, I'm sure, I'm sure that's picking up, right? That, that car. Yeah. Line. Oh my god. Okay, if it doesn't stop in five beeps, I'm, I'm off the air. One, two, three. <laughs> Darn it! Oh, if that would have worked yeah. out, that would have been amazing. Okay, I'm, I'm going to take a chance. It might just stop. What if it stops? That's the thing. That's okay. That's what I was doing right there. I'm. Gonna, that was a little 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 test for everyone at home. Right. I'm going to take. I didn't. I'm just going to take a creative chance. Maybe that alarm would have stopped in five, and I would have come across like some sort of like major like psychic seer or something.
2: And if it doesn't, we'll just joke about
1: it. Right? Well, it stopped.
2: Now, yes. it stopped. Well, you we, yeah. you could stopped. We we brought it into the conversation, yeah. or it could have been in the background of the conversation, and we could have just used it as. Either a beat or something that's just adding yeah. texture to what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Which was, is interesting. Yeah. Where, like, how, you know, any, any type of music, how you relate to it or sound while, while it's, while it's out there.
1: Yeah. Well, the, the, the new music is car alarms. That, that, that's where it's, and my guitar, right. my guitar teacher told You're me right, that in so. the 80s. He said, yes, yeah, it's, it's all going to be all car, by, by 2023, <laughs> nothing but car alarms uh-huh.
2: <laughs> and Ariana Grande. That's it. That's all we got. Right. So it's fine by me. So, so my question was just in terms of audience in, in the creating of music. It, you want the most people to listen to something, or a select few that are going to appreciate it for its nuances and its craftsmanship. Um, is there? I, I, it's hard to set that out when you're when you're creating something. But for you, ideally, what you know, something that people appreciate its richness or uh, it's, mass appeal. The the, the the the
1: artist is irrelevant. It's all about the audience. The audience is the audience is the show. If they're not getting something out of it. Uh, th- th- then then you need to up your game as as, as as the so-called invisible artist as well, too. It's just like, it's all about the, the, the thing, the space between what comes from the microphone or, or the stage or if it moves in an unplugged performance, which is great, too. I, I like unpl- un- unplugged stuff. It's really special, too. And you can just like see the reactions coming out out of them like like, it's kind of like okay, i know i got something really come really come here something like watch someone's reaction without them knowing it a good way to watch someone without them knowing it, you're looking at them it's like stare at their forehead right so then you think that they're looking at your eyes but you don't have to, like get the nervousness because like, i'm staring so i'm not i was looking at your foreheads but, 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 uh, but it's like a conscious thing there's also uh, the other thing i could like talk about as far as uh, audience and performer interactions it's called the 60 20 20 rule and it's like you, you you put 60 percent of your attention center 20 left 20 right 60 center 20 left 20 right as far as bringing in the whole audience, it's this little yeah. trick, and believe it or not, actually I'm not going to Donald Trump does it. He, oh, yeah. he, he was trained and I'm like, I'm like he's doing 60, twenty 20. I right, know it. I know right. it. We, we read the same books. and yeah. so uh, which is n- nothing wrong with being an entertainer, you know, agree or disagree with his politics. Yeah, he, he is an entertainer. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what he was before the, the became, he was the president as well, too. Now, I'm not a Trump fan, don't, don't, but at least I can say his name and not call him by a number or whatever. Yeah, you know, I, I you know. watched
2: Celebrity Apprentice as there's the point of just interest of just seeing how he was relating to these people. It was Hilarious, fascinating. Right? I mean, it was just uh, nuts. The You're show, fired. Right, right. Yeah. Just, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. We've all been fired, you know? Right, right. We we, we, we can relate. Mm-hmm. I can
1: relate. <laughs> F- being fired is not glamorous. Do you, we you get, like, get like, you know— you're at, a, you're at a, job and like kind of like, Hey, can we, we need to talk to you for a second? you ever, ever had that happen? It's like, Oh no, oh no, I know what. And then, and then, ugh. Right. So, uh, so embarrassing. Well,
2: I was fired yeah. for something that I like looked at myself and uh, from like a food service job, that okay. there was, there was not enough pep in my step was uh, how oh, they described You gotta be kidding. It. But, but I took that to, you know, mean in life, I'm full of pep and step. I'd say so. In yeah. that environment. Absolutely not. It was stripped of me. So, meaning that was not the right environment for me to to flourish and to be as alive, you know, as I as I. Wait, like so, so
0: some the manager or whoever brought your sign and said, "There's not enough pepper in your stuff." <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, really? Yeah. you know, you <laughs> oh said, you said, there's not enough pepper in your soup. Yeah, Brian, All right, take maybe, that. You, know? <laughs> you lost the herb. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. My it, the only time I got fired from a job was when I was a temp at Commerce Bank, and but they didn't talk to me about it. They just said. Oh, the temp agency needs you to go there now. Oh no! So I just went to the temp agency. They passed the buck. They passed the buck off. Oh, to the that's temp so agency. That, that's how the corporate—that's yeah. how the corporate mm, world yeah. works. We all know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you get—you were on the corporate world, <laughs> but you know, I don't think you wanted that job anyway. It, uh, Commerce Bank, really. You yeah. know, I, I don't see you working there full time. It was like a um, mortgage company. Yeah. So, like, my parents had done their mortgage out of that Commerce Bank previous to me getting employed there uh, or doing the temp job there. Yeah. And they misplaced their documents. So th- they were like, "Oh, you know, we can't oh, find no. it," this kind of thing. Oh and, no, I know where this is going. And then when I got there, they started blaming me, yeah. for misplacing documents and, or whatever it is, and they passed the buck on to me, and and then they, they you let know, me go you didn't have
1: pep in your documents. Yeah, I mean, yeah exactly. that's, 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 that's the problem. It, yeah. right.
0: Jeez. <laughs> All
2: right, truth to power. Yeah. So we have um,
0: we have about ten more minutes left. I just want to do a couple quick announcements. So you're listening to Radio for Brooklyn, independent listener-supported radio. Um, Radio for Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community. It media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations and listeners like you. Every dollar helps us community to stay on air and allows us to continue our work in the community. We are five oh one C the nonprofit and organization and all contributions are tax deductible. Please support us to the monthly pledge or one time donation at RadioFookin'.org slash donate. If you're an Amazon shopper, you like donating the way that costs you nothing, then go to RadioFoodBucklin.org slash Amazon and register for Brooklyn as your Amazon Small Charity. Every time you shop, a portion of your purchase will go will benefit Radio Free Brooklyn. If you're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn when you're in front of your computer, please free yourself up by downloading our mobile apps, for iPhone or Android. Develop the App Store for iPhone and the Google Play Store for Android. Uh, subscribe to the newsletter, monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming hour events. You can sign up at Radio slash newsletter. So just remember, when you buy that energy bar, a portion of the proceeds go to Radio Free Brooklyn. Yes, yes. When are you going through Amazon, um, oh, yes. Then finally, uh, uh, let's see. what is this? Uh, Rachel looking is proud to present, um, Black Emoji and Control the Sound, in the Legendary Mercury Lounge, Sunday, February 13th at 5 p.m. So, um, be there. Yeah. You can, you can go. Uh, the show will feature music from Black Emoji's critically acclaimed album electro and we will welcome Brooklyn based band called The Next Superstars by Pix 11 News control the sound with what Afro Punk calls, uh, driving, dirty synths, synths, and stripped down beat. This is a one time lineup worth stepping out for. So tickets are $12. Fill up at the door of our Ticketmaster as per Next see the Law, proof of vaccination is required for entry. Put some
1: pep in your step and go to the Mercury yeah. Lounge. What's yeah, the, the
2: date of the show again? The, 13th? the uh, 13th? 13th at 5 p.m. A little yeah. uh, day before the V-Day. Yeah. Be um, there yeah. be square. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Good, good. So so can we listen to the other uh, half? Yeah, of the, so this listen the track, rest of the, the track. So check yeah. out the
1: middle section that's coming out here. It's, 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 right, it's, cool. it's, it's, it's going to be a little out of context, but you guys are a smart audience and, and you'll figure it out.
0: beautiful
3: wow that,
2: that, yeah. that one gets me every time yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah that, that song needs to be broken up into two parts sometimes because uh-huh. it's just too much to handle all
2: at once too much to, yeah yeah, yeah. I, there were some other voices in the in the middle my, what was that
1: my, my friend kyle morgan uh oh. help helps me out a bunch uh, with the harmonies and guitar and stuff I, i'm kind of a weird singer i, I i've acknowledged that it's a little, little pitchy i've gotten better in my, my 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 middle years and stuff but it's always good to bring in the best musicians to help balance everything out for sure so i have brought in
0: some some serious cats Nice, nice. I liked it. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Thank you. So good, good. Yay. So um, yeah, we have about uh five more minutes left just four minutes left. Uh, so yeah, any last thoughts you want to leave the audience with?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, first off, uh, thank you, VJ and Scott. For, for, for I'd, be, I'd be remiss if I did not say thank you. It's 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 always good to to be out and talking about shows, talking about music and stuff. And, and uh, thanks, of course, to Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, it's if, uh, like VJ was saying before it. It's it's a real institution here here in New York. It's been around for at least five years. Hundreds of hosts have come through here, uh, doing a lot of music programs, uh, political stuff, uh, arts and entertainment, uh, v- v- variety, the unknown, you know, the, the et cetera stuff, too. So, so definitely tune in any time of the day. Uh, it's 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 a real institution out here, out here in Bushwick and Brooklyn, uh, Radio Free Brooklyn, radiofreedbrooklyn.com. Um, I would just like to leave everyone with, uh, uh, you know, people like, where can we find you? Besides, like, right here, I'm right here right now. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I would like to make a video for I Really Love You Tonight, if anyone would like to contact me, uh, can I give my email? Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. I feel free to just send an email. That That's always good. Uh, it's called the, my email is <laughs> thependulumswings swings at yahoo.com. The pendulum swings at yahoo.com. And I respond to all emails. I'm not like one of these, you know, jerks who like this doesn't write back to emails. Uh-huh. I, I had this one guy who's, who's really annoying and I still re- even wrote back to him, uh, just because I know what it's like to be on the other end of, of that, of that thing. When you, when you, when you send someone a note, it's just, it's just the, it's just human nature. You want to get a response, yeah. y- even just like a, uh, uh, a, uh, a, 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 you know, a, a response in a form letter. You just want to get some kind of response, just acknowledgement. Uh, otherwise things, things get a little lonely sometimes. And, uh, just, you know, just work with your friends. We'll, we, everyone's got such great friends. You know, love your friends. You know, really appreciate them. Let, 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 let them know how much you, you appreciate them. Uh, while, while they're here, get, 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 have dinner parties. Uh, have, have jam sessions. Um, you know, write some new music associate with people who you might not normally let's think about new york it's like and, and just getting involved in different activities uh be it uh you know a, a volunteer job or uh um you know something involving the theater or the arts or maybe maybe even even your things. things like, like cryptocurrency if if that's your thing then 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 meet new friends in, in involving that. And, and that and that becomes your 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 common interest i don't know anything about that stuff but uh, yeah. but but that, and that's about it uh, i uh, i'm in a band called buzzy uh we're, we're a rock band called buzzy uh, we have a show, uh, I believe, on April 1st it's uh, at the Windjammer. The Windjammer is kind of the new hot spot up in Ridgewood uh, for supporting uh, songwriters it, the, uh, who actually do have ties to Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, uh, Windjammer uh, originally was at the, uh, the Footlight Club, which had, which had direct links to Britt Bowery Poetry Club, which has direct links to Radio Free Brooklyn. So it's all connected, and Oswald did not shoot anybody.
0: Wow! Well, uh, great, great. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, lots to digest. Um, yeah, you know, uh,
1: yeah. I do take I do take enzymes. So if anyone's uh, if anyone uh, needs a little help on that front, on that friend, just let me know. Yeah. Uh, what's up? Anything? Uh, who, who, anything with you guys? What's up? Who's going on next week on the show? Any anything good?
0: Yeah. So we we'll uh, you can find out. this 200 plus episodes. I think 202 or 203. Damn. Up to. So uh, yeah, yeah. So people can look up the 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 rest of the article, the rest of the uh, podcast at our slash shoots to power. And we have it on um, uh, Megaphone uh, hosting. But it's also cross-posted on Apple Music, Apple Podcasts. And uh, I'm not sure if it's cross-posted on Spotify anymore. Oh, no, no. But, we yeah, we, we 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 took
1: all our stuff down yeah, from Spotify because we
0: more. just love Neil Young. Yeah. And, and the two songs he's written over and over again his whole life. Exactly, exactly. Oops,
1: I did the whole interview without dropping anything like that.
0: <laughs> thanks so much. Yeah, thanks. All right, guys. <laughs> now it's over. I now like get him out of here. Thank you. Don't you.
1: You don't, don't criticize Neil, Neil Young's two songs that he's written. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Get see out. Of you here. <laughs> is
2: that it? Uh, three, almost. Ten. We got about uh, five. Oh, five, oh five, seconds three ago. seconds. Bye, everyone. Yeah. We really, 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 really love
1: Aww. you. Aw. you guys are the best. Thank you. Thank you. And coming up next is something else.